This is a Looney Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to A Yard Tales. I'm Hunter Looney, the Game Master, and this show is a fantasy role-playing game that takes place on the planet of A Yard around the Renaissance period of that world. I'm joined today by Leah. Good morning. And Noah, just say hi because we haven't met your new character yet. So hey. join today. Yeah, hey. <laughs> um, we'll meet his new character very shortly. So I'm going to re-describe Gamore in case somebody's just starting out or something. So uh, Gamore is an Annaleaf, which in this world is a bipedal humanoid with pointy ears. And she has recently been turned into a vampire by Shay. She stands at five foot nine with khaki colored skin and brown eyes. Her species are considerably long lived, but uh, she's currently only 33 years old. And also she's a vampire now, so. Woo! Um, she also has pointy ears. And she has dark brown hair, but has some natural purple streaks in it. And she usually wears light armor and is equipped with various various weapons and a wand. And she usually has no shoes on. Um, since the events of Season 1, Gamori has been getting acquainted with her new vampire body. She has some ability increases, gained vampiric resistance, improved eyes, vampiric regeneration, and she is now immune to diseases and now has a weakness against stakes to the heart, like everyone does. Yeah. Um, my only weakness. My only something weakness. Something that can actually kill me. Getting stabbed in the heart. <laughs> um, also, Gamora sent 100 platinum to Salvazar and Mushok to assist with the Using Province's development, and then spent 200 platinum to begin building some catacombs under her house. Uh, and if y'all make it back to your house at some point, you'll have to check in on that. Can we describe what that is past? It's kind of like a dungeon under your house that uh, can be used to store stuff, mm -hmm. to hide like as defensive measures. Magic practice. Magic training. practice, all this stuff. Yeah, and it's also going to be like a tunnel that goes from under my house that I can use to escape. Yeah. So it's like a three-in-one thing, and I'm excited about it. <laughs> uh, Gamora, you now find yourself in what appears to be a fancy mansion, which I'm going to ride in. Oh. Uh, you know, it, what looks to be a party, and what? you are standing near a table that has food and drinks on it, and your new teammate that Shay assigned you is approaching. Uh, no, would you like to say his name? Uh, hey, my name is Jeffrey, and nice to meet you. Well, yes, <laughs> but say the full name. Oh, say the full name. Okay, okay. Jeffrey, I am Jeffrey Thunderblade Clemenard. Yeah. So, Jeffrey Thunderblade Clemenard is a human. He stands at five foot seven. Uh, he has dark bronze skin and almost black eyes. He is 18 years old, has brown and black hair that is an afro with corkscrew or coils, 
And he usually wears a purple shirt with various light armor on his person. But currently he has a nice suit on and you also are wearing a nice outfit as well. Um, uh, now you have made it over. You introduce yourself. Roll initiative. What the crap? We get right into it. Season two. Four. Nine. Wait. Four and nine? Yep. Alright, so here's what you can do on your turn. You can roll an intelligence check to remember why you're here. Roll a perception check to look around. Or move around the party. But you all are currently standing at a uh, table. To roll to remember why I'm here? Uh Uh-huh. You all are standing currently at the table where there's food and drinks. And you all are both dressed up nice. Uh, Are you going by Jeffrey or Jeff? Jeffrey. Jeffrey. You're up first. What of those do you want to do? Intelligence check, perception check, or move around the room? Perception. All right. Roll me a perception check. Uh, eight. You get plus zero? Yep. We're not starting off so high. <laughs> there appears to be people here from a lot of places across air. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Alright. Uh, what do you want to do? Intelligence check? Perception check? You can just turn that over. Yeah, intelligence. Alright. Gotta roll to remember. Three. Alright. Uh, what do you get on intelligence? Uh, plus two. I'm just getting my low rolls, like, out. Don't talk or touch Shay. And with that, you also see Shay moving about the party. She's mingling across the room. Don't touch her? She's mingling across the room, interacting with a bunch of people. All right. Back over. Let's see here. Wait, hold up. What? All right, Jeffrey. What do you want to do? Intelligence check, perception check, move around the room. Intelligence check. Alright. Roll intelligence check. How much you get on that? Um, a plus one. Alright. Roll it. Ten. Ten plus one? Plus one is eleven. Yes. So I have, like, already talked to Jeffrey, or he at least said hi to me. He said hi to you, and y'all are just surveilling the room. And, okay, me reading this paper, is this an actual paper that I got? No, this is your observations and you're sharing it with him. Okay, I remember so. that we, you, you're like, it's like you did this. You go, hey, I remember we aren't supposed to do this. And then each time you all read it out loud, it's like you're telling the other person. Don't talk, interact, or interfere with anyone or anything. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, what would you like to do? Intelligence or perception check? Perception? All right, give me a roll. Oh my god, I can tell it's a single digit. Uh, no, it's not. It's 11. 11 plus Wait, 1. plus 2. No, plus 1. 12. <laughs> it's mind game. The outfits that people are wearing are weird styles that doesn't help anything. Um, I'm going to move. Alright, where would you like to move? So what do you see before you? You've got, like, there's a dancing, like area in the middle there's a bunch of tables on the exterior there's the entrance you all came in and then there's a table you all are at so 
across the room, there's a ton of people over there talking near where Shay is. Mm-hmm. And um, at the little tables and whatnot, you have also little smatterings of people, too. And everything. I guess I'm going to move over to, like, the other side, but not, like, in the middle of where everybody's at. Right. So then you all won't be able to share information. Do you want to move together? Yeah. All right. I'll allow it. So y'all are going to move just over near the people? Yeah. You've moved over there. Um, I will then allow uh, you to roll with advantage then this next roll. What are you doing? Intelligence or perception? (sighs) Intelligence? Four. (laughs) You're rolling with advantage. So I'll roll again. What did you say you were doing? Perception? God. I said intelligence. Eight. I can't roll a, not a single digit, apparently. When you all just moved, you noticed this. It's very misty outside. I can't see anything. <laughs> Wait, am I supposed to read it for word for yep, word? Yep. You look out the windows, you don't see anything. It's like a mist. Alright. Uh, you know what? I'm going to talk to somebody. No. Do it. It's the only way that we'll know that we'll break this curse of just being in fear. Oh, I just now you feel a just a like a pushing on your chest, uh, Gamore. You feel like just a pushing down on your chest. Alright, you are going to go to talk to somebody? Yeah. Alright, you see um, what looks to be a human vampire. You know, you want to approach and talk to them? Sure. Um, what do you say to them? Hey, how's the party going? They don't notice you're there at all. Alright, alright, uh, you're up. I, I, okay, you need to describe this feeling that I'm having more. You feel like... Something sitting on my chest? Just like uh, a weight is pushing down on you and you feel just like it's harder to breathe. Okay. Do I know if this is... Like, how long have I been a vampire? Uh, a, a bit of time. This is not from being a vampire. Okay. Alright, what would you like to do? I want to try to talk to someone. You're going to approach the same person? Sure. Alright, you approach the same human-looking vampire. Mm -hmm. What do you say to them? Hey, what's up? They look at you, and then you see Gamora just disappear. (laughs) And we'll come back to that here in a second. Okay. Alright. Jeffrey. Gamora has just disappeared. What would you like to do? Approach Gum. Wait. She gone. Talk to Shay. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to Shay. All right, you approach Shay. Now let me describe Shay. Uh, Shay is a human female vampire with warm sepia-colored skin. She stands at six feet tall. The right side of her head is shaved, with the rest having dark brown, almost black hair. 
Um, she usually wears sleeveless light armor, uh, but she's dressed pretty fancy right now. Um, and um, what would you like to say to Shay? Where's Gamora? She does not notice you. Okay, that's it. All right. Um, well, hold on. You, I'm going to. I have a feeling something's about to happen. I'm gonna wait to tell you where you okay. are at here. You get. Uh, you have. What are you gonna do this turn? Okay. So what can I like? Intelligence check, perception check, move around. Is that it? I mean, or try to talk to people like you're doing. Um. That's it. I'm gonna. What? So try to go You can't tell her anything. You tell him anything. I'm not. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna like, like, smack Shay. I'm gonna smack Shay. I'm not gonna regret it at all. All right, roll an attack roll. Six. <laughs> you just whiff. She like turns to talk to somebody away from you, and you just whiff. <laughs> Completely. Alright. Okay. Alright. I don't want to tell you what happened with you yet because it's going to ruin what he's doing. Okay. So we'll just pick back up with you after something happens. Yeah, you already said that. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to tackle Gamore. Gamore's gone. Wait, no. Tackle Shay. There. Alright. Make a strength. Uh, wait, wait. Make an attack roll again. Oh, cool. Four. Oh, God. Just as you're, like, about to jump at her, to tackle her, and you do jump, she walks off to talk to somebody else. Do I hit anyone? Or? No. Nobody. You hit nobody. That's what this rolled for. Hmm. All right. What would you like to do now? Intelligence. Intelligence roll. Okay, give me an intelligence roll. Okay. What do you get on that? It's a one. It doesn't matter. Anymore. It's a nat one? Mm-hmm. You see someone chatting up Shay? Yep. Okay. Alright, now what do you want to do? Um, I guess I'm going to start a fight with right. someone. So, not an intelligence, not a perception check. You're going to go just pick a random person and attack them? Uh-huh. Alright, roll an attack roll. Uh, okay. One. Really That's two nat so ones fun. in a row? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Alright, once again, Same you whiff. You just whiff, like, swinging at somebody. Nobody is, like, trying to stop you or is doing anything. Somebody just turned right as you were about to hit them. You need a different die. He has his different die. Just... Yeah, they're all garbage. <laughs> Alright, what are you doing this time? Intelligence, perception, move around. I'm just gonna step outside. Alright. Uh, give me a perception check then. Uh, I can't. I think it's. Can I? Can I make a guess? Literally, it's messed up. Or is it some like? I see which one you're talking about. Let it go. I think that's a six. It's. It's literally. I think you should roll again. <laughs> Wait. Just it's. It's the. You can't tell what the number is. Give him a different dice oh, then. <laughs> that's fair. Here. Wait. I want to see if it's a twenty. I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying to look for. Two. Oh yeah, that was a nat twenty. <laughs> yeah, that's a nat twenty. That's just this this dice brand's logo. 
Alright, what was that? A perception? Yep. Oh, fine, like something good. That does not look like a logo. It just looks, looks like, like a smudge. Uh-huh. Well, learn something. My dice have uh, symbols for the things. I have so many die, I didn't even know. I can't make a guess with what's going on. Not yet. God. What? What's your guess? I think this is like a training, like, practice thing, and it's not real. I think it's all like an illusion. You you start to head outside, and then you look back at Shay, and then this. Uh, see that Shay is wearing a necklace, and you think there is something. Like something that you're supposed to remember about it. That's what he got for a nat 20? Yes, that is a big clue. I'm, I'm just gonna try to take the necklace. Alright, uh, roll a sleight of hand. What do you get on sleight of hand with this new character? Because I know Salazar was really good at it. Sleight of hand, zero, okay. It's Whereas, zero plus. Still better than Gamora's, mine's a minus two. Well, just, I got plenty, <laughs> the 20s are all around the outside. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. I take the necklace, I got a six. My six is a big roll. I don't know, but all these die are trash. He once again, Stu goes to like you. You approach her and you start reaching behind her. Mm-hmm. As you get closer, she moves away to talk to somebody else. That's it. I'm just right. gonna. What do you What do you want to do? I'm gonna hug Gamori, and then I'm going. Gamori is gone. gone. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Shay. Jeez, that is not in my head today. Okay, okay. Right. You go up. I'm not going to make you roll for it. You go up to uh, Shay and you put your arms around. The minute you do, you di- you disappear. All right, so let's jump to you. You awaken uh-huh. on a table laying down and Kira is on your chest. Okay. And you are a little groggy. You look to your side like, and you see you're in a room. You see you're laying just on a table, and beside you is Jeffrey, who's asleep, and to the other side of you is Shay, who is asleep. Alright. You're doing evil things. Um, so what do you want to do? You have a couple of... You can do a couple things before... Um, I just pet Kira, and then I sit up, and... Look around the room. Alright. So what you see is you see Lynn, who is um, the bodyguard for Shay. Mm -hmm. She is a lightning or electricity Aluma. She stands at six foot two. Um, She's Shay's bodyguard and friend. Her skin and hair are an electric blue color with cracks and scars on her skin that glow a little brighter white blue. And her species can usually fly. She can as well. She's dressed in her normal sleeveless black light armor. And she's just leaning uh, uh, against the door. And you also see an Annalise lady that walks up to you. And she's like, okay, you've apparently come to a little sooner than uh, this was planned. 
Um, I grab her by the shoulders. What is happening? And with that, that brings you as well. Mm-hmm. And Wait, do I have all my stuff on me? So, she goes, okay, you, Shay, and Jeffrey here were supposed to be going through Shay's dream of something to remember a key component of information. And doing three people at once apparently had some side effects that I noticed that y'all didn't remember everything when you got into the dream. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Nothing happened. Nothing worked. Uh, couldn't see anything. You wake up and you are just in your normal purple t-shirt and pants. You don't have any, like, weapons on you or anything. Every, like, regular shoes on and stuff. You're just coming to and you see Gomore, like, holding this person. This, uh, Annalise individual. (laughs) Shaking them by the shoulders. Shaking her. (laughs) Um, and then Shay leans up as well. She's like, well, uh, that didn't work. Uh, oh, I was going to throw a blanket on Gamora. What? To make her snap out of it. She's already out of Oh, you mean to I'm stop like... uh, stop messing with that person? Yeah. Just say something. You don't have a blanket. Wait, then what am I... Like... You were just laying flat on a table. So you all, the tables <laughs> were lined up to where all your heads were close to each other. And this person was originally standing over you all casting this magic. Um. So, uh, well, that didn't work. Um, I still think I know what's going on, like what I need, the information I need. I just wanted to double check. Um, but never mind. So, okay, so Jeffrey and I had actually already met before this. You had, like, pretty much what just happened where he said hi. That's pretty much what happened. And then you all jumped into the dream. She, Jeffrey and his family, you would know this. You would say, Mm -hmm. you would say, remember, like, my family and I just arrived here in town today. And this was our, we were first meeting and then she only had this time slot to do this dream magic with us right now. So you all had just met and said hi. I feel like that would have been a lot more exciting if we hadn't kept rolling like sixes and ones. And, and I could slap people and hug people. <laughs> Alright, so are you still holding on to the person? i let them go, I guess. Since Shay just said, obviously we were doing something and you remember person, you so remember completely know. coming into this room it being on the up and up <laughs> oh, introducing all right, all being right. introduced to Jeffrey all right and then y'all oh, jumping yeah. right in I'll let them go but I was saying Jeffrey do you did you notice anything like after I disappeared a necklace can you tell us more information yes that's what we were somebody stole my necklace at this party a couple um decade and i mean uh, a century and a half ago oh. uh, that's so. why their clothes look funny yep yeah you um, wore some pretty funny clothes back then <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah you know fashion's change and whatnot um yeah i was trying to pinpoint who took it uh 
because I I think I want to go get it back sometime. How would you do that? Uh, um, I have had eyes out for it, and oh, I, I think I know. Travel. Oh no, like heist. Oh, okay, cool. Like we do a heist. Oh. Shay, all right. Yeah. What was your question, Jeffrey? Mm, I don't know. Okay. I so there was this uh, other elf person. No, they were a vampire, right? Oh, yeah, there was a ton of vampires there. Well, okay, never mind then. Jeffrey and I both tried to talk to someone, and they, you know, of course, couldn't see us. Okay. I believe it's somebody in the Galvan family, but I just wanted to make sure... We'll just have a little less information when we go in for the high Wait, wait, stuff. wait, wait, wait. Did you know what I did in your dream? Um, see, it's, it's weird. It's like in, when you're in a dream, whatever you're looking at, you can like see pretty good. But then in your peripheral vision, it kind of gets fuzzy. Do you all have that same feeling in dreams? Yeah. No. So, like, <laughs> unless you were directly in front of me, I so wasn't... You, you didn't see Jeffrey try to, to punch you? No. <laughs> or hug you? No. Oh. We, we were confused. Okay. Alright, so, um, with that, Shay, Lynn, Kira, who... Let me say who Kira is again. Kira is Gamori's Ice Caladrius... And it's a big white bird with bluish wings and huge talons. And this one is just like matured into adulthood recently. It's about 20 pounds and it's three and a half feet tall. And it has a wingspan of seven feet, four inches. And it's a carnivore. It looks like a real life harpy eagle. If you don't know what a harpy eagle is, look it up. But, okay, so... And it has... Uh, ice magic and healing magic. That is true. Um, Shay, Lynn, Kira, and Gamora, you all head out of the building and are standing on the street. Hey, who's the other person? They stay inside? Yeah. You were like at their, like at a like hotel. They're like picking up their things and stuff. Those got rented out. So um, from here, you all can see the port of the city of Marb. Um, but we're going to rejoin Jeff. Jeffrey, real quick. So, Jeffrey, you are shown to a meeting room where your mother, Amelia Thunderblade, and father, Foray Clemenard, are waiting. What's the father's name? Foray. F-O-R-R-Y. Okay. Clemenard. Cool. Uh, To quickly describe your parents, both are humans. They're dressed nicely for travel, but not super formal. Uh, your mother wears a pendant of the Thunderblade family. Uh, your father is five foot six with jasmine light brown skin and with brown hair. And your mother is six foot uh, even with tawny brown skin and black hair. Um, they are joined also by one of your family butlers, Ricolus Lamordia, and, who is leaning against one of the walls. And your father speaks up. Well, we're so proud of you getting this prestigious job of protecting the princess. Uh, thank you, oh, Father. Thank you. 
Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and your mother. What? Out of game, I didn't know what to say because I was like, "Wait a second. Because it's your Should father I be being your father. Because it's your father being your father. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, yeah, whatever. All right, your mother now speaks and gestures towards the table. We'll just say right now. Cool. Uh, you have trained hard and learned much. I have no reservations that you will carry on the honor of the Thunderblade lineage. To aid in your journey, I have had these commissions and and completed for you. It was very hard keeping them a secret. And what you see on the table is a signet ring that has the Thunderblade family crest on it. A full set of Bugio Samurai armor. With the family crest on it as well. Mm. A katana and nadochi in their sheaths. Two hand axes with the family crest uh, designed into the cheek of the axis. So like on the side up here. Um, Your longbow that appears to be freshly restrung. And a wand with the family crest on the bottom of it. Cool. Um... The katana blade is 24 inches or 61 centimeters, and with the handle being 11 inches or 28 centimeters, and the nadochi blade is 47 inches or 119 and a half centimeters, with a handle of 14 inches or 35.5 centimeters. A huge sword, like real huge. Your father restrung your bow for you. And these swords, and she picks up the sheath katana, and she uh, goes, were made by the special family blacksmith. I know you have practiced with mine, but it's time for you to have your own set. And she hands the katana to you. What do you do? Uh, grab it with two hands and say thank you, mother. Um, you, so you grab it, you thank her. Um, you, um... She goes, can um, can I see it? I wanted you to see it, but I want to do a little something special. Yeah, sure. Uh, she takes it back and she unsheaths it and presses the button on the bottom of it. And what you've seen, you've seen her do many times and you've practiced it um, on your mother's blade. And as happens a little bit of her magic is drained out of her into the sword and it ignites with electricity up it and um and so you see lightning just surge through this blade and you see it just crackling around it Uh um she goes would you like to try it yeah and she hands you the blade do you press the button yeah sure you feel just a little bit of your magic pull out of you, and your own Thunderblade Cantana ignites with electricity, and it's exhilarating because you've you've only done it on, on, using your mother sword. Now you have your own. Um, and she goes, um, "All right, I know that was exciting, but can you sheath it, please?" Yeah. All right, you sheath it. It turns off. Um, you hand it back to her. She goes, can you kneel, please? Yes. All right, so she takes it out again, 
and she ignites it once more, but it's way less than you've ever seen it ignited before. It's just barely, uh, like, barely having electricity on there. And she goes, um, she touches it, um, she takes it, and she goes, a Thunderblade must show mercy, courage, honor, and self-control. And she touches it to the your right shoulder, and it shocks you just a slight bit, like a little static electricity shock. Uh, she pulls it back up. You are next to a long line of Thunderblades. Using your best judgment, you must act accordingly and work throughout a year to help people. And she touches the left side of your shoulder. And once again, it just barely shocks you. You must be honest and sincere in your interactions. The Thunderblades strive not for accumulation of wealth and material things, but for the greater good of the world. And she shocks your right shoulder and she says, she sheaths it and says, rise. What, what do you do? Uh, I rise, I guess. And what do you say? Uh, thank you, mother. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I've never been so formal in a game. <laughs> um, she also says, um, besides all of this equipment, if you want to start packing it onto your person and stuff like that, uh, Rickolas will also be in accompanying you on your travels, and you see a um, six-inch fairy fly over to the table where your weapons are, and I'm going to describe it. This um, is the family, one of the family butlers, Rickolas Lamorda, and he is dressed. Uh, he has he uh, he has jasmine light brown skin, and he has yellowish brown wings and brown hair. And he's dressed in black pants and an undershirt, but then he has a fancy but casual purple jacket on. Um, and his wings extend out the back of that jacket. Um, that jacket extends all the way to the floor. Uh, your, mo your mother and father both embrace you with in a long hug. And your father says, uh, be, be safe. I, I love you. Uh, I love you too. And your mother says, show the world your bright light. I love you. I love you too. All right. Uh, <laughs> can I just, can I just say, can I just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> side uh, comment. Uh, when you said the part about that his family doesn't care about money and stuff, <laughs> me and Noah looked at each other because... <laughs> Salvazar loved money. <laughs> and Noah looked at me like, oh no, what? <laughs> it's just, that's his family's code of honor, so. Doesn't mean he has to follow it, oh, yeah. but. But. <laughs> alright, alright, this should be interesting. <laughs> also, I realized I wasn't there, but the sword thing was really cool, and I was like, Ooh. I'm sure you'll get to see him ignite his sword a bunch of other times. So, do when you have anything? cardiac arrest, I just zap you with my sword. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have anything else you want to say to them or anything? Uh, I love y'all and bye. Alright. You, as everything was happening and stuff, you've got your, now you've got your two hand axes on either side of your belt. You have your backpack on. You have your wand sheathed in the back of your backpack so you can quickly pull it over the top of your shoulder. Also... What does wand look like? Um, 
Do you want to describe your wand? Besides the the crest on the bottom, I didn't... I wanted to leave it on. I don't really know. What color? Well, you black. want like black, brown? Yeah, sure, black. Black. So what you see is he's a black wood wand uh, with the family crest on the bottom. Not overly fancy, but not overly simple either. Um, he sheathes that. The sheath of it is in his backpack, so he can pull it over his shoulder if he wants. He uh, sheathes the katana and puts it on his waist. And then your Nodadochi sword is either on your back or you're carrying it. Which uh, one? On you, my back, so you're gonna put it. He puts it on his back. It has a thing where he can attach it to his backpack. All right, so you are all suited up. Uh, Rickless joins you on your shoulder, as he uh, would do if y'all are gonna be walking a little bit, and he's just standing on your shoulder. Um, and you exit the room, and so you leave them, and you join Shaylin, Kira, and Gomore, who have just been standing outside the. On the street, looking at the busy port. Is there anything you would want to say to Shay or them before he joined you all? Uh, Shay, um, sorry that I just grabbed that person. I was a little out of it when I came to, and I forgot where it was. Uh, it's okay. She's fine. She knows. She knows how it. I- like Stuff things like that can happen. happen sometimes, but I felt ridiculous. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it. Have we? Uh, oh. Have we already had talks about how I've been feeling? Oh. Like, have I been with Shay this whole time, or did I go home? For- you, you've been, you, you have been frequenting going back and forth to Shay, but also being at your place, being at her place. You've done just been hanging out and trying to take some R and R and just relax and stuff. How am I? feeling about being a vampire and like do I have the hang of uh like do I have blood on me right now oh yeah you are given rations for like that you carry on your person just all the time you only need to eat like once a week but I mean how do you think Gamora would have been coping with everything okay I mean I would think I would you be you have a pretty firm hand on it. Okay. Wait, out, outside of gaming, does my does the color of elect like what's the color of electricity? Blue or white? Hmm. Does it change on the dependent of your feelings or? I don't know. Or your magic? Hmm. I don't know. Does it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, are y'all ready to head to the ship? Shay says to you guys. Where are we going? <laughs> uh, do you know, I, I asked you if you wanted to go on a boat. Uh, on I mean, a ship, uh, right? yeah, right? But, but where are we going? <laughs> oh, we're going to go all over the place. Uh, let's, yeah, so, um, I've got a couple things I need to take care of up north. Um, I... How about before we pull out of port, we'll have a meeting in the captain's quarters. And then if you're not okay with it, after we go over all the details, we won't pull out of port until you say you're good to go. Okay. Alright, do y'all want to see the ship? I'm just curious. Well, that's why I have... I thought I'd show you the ship and everything, and then I was waiting to give all the details 
to when Jeffrey showed up, so. Hmm, makes sense. Alright. Um, but pretty much you all are both hired, or, um, bodyguards of mine for the travels. Uh, Lynn does an impeccable job, but I'm always told to hire, hire extra hands when I leave the continent. You're told by who? The queens. (laughs) You know. So, um, so you all, um, she points to the harbor and gestures towards the ship and you all see, uh, two mast, uh, umber brown ship that is approximately 130 feet long or 39 and a half meters. And 25 feet wide, or 7.5 meters. It has six gun ports on each side. You all begin walking towards it. You all, there's a lot of hustle and bustle going on uh, in the port. Um, there's a lot of things getting loaded and stuff. What? Is it the biggest ship here? It is currently the biggest ship docked. Wow, Jay, you, uh... You went, you went a little big here. Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, we're also going to have some smaller ships that are accompanying us, but... What? I, I am uh, the princess of I a mean, world power, you, so... You are. I need you. to be protected and so whatnot. All right. So you all are walking as a group, and <laughs> you, you see... Here's what you see in this social situation, and then you decide what you want to do. You see, Lynn is following closely behind Shay mm-hmm. and is very formal in how she acts uh, while y'all are out walking. You see, Gamore and Shay are just talking just loosey goosey. Uh, Gamore has this huge bird on her shoulder just walking through the port town. And you're following behind Gamore like. Lynn is a Shay, so what do you think this social situation? And also, you see as you all are walking through the street, you see like vendors and townspeople and stuff like that, like looking at your all's group walking and kind of like, and like wide eye and whatnot. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say to... Shay? No, my butler. Rickolas. Yes. Hey, Rickolas, can you get me, like, some chocolate? Just, just like, real quick before we go. I don't know how long I'm going to have. Sir Jeffrey, you want some chocolate? Yes. All right. And he flies off. Dang, all right. And, he, wait, he comes back and he goes, uh, can I have some coin? <laughs> yeah. All right. You hand him, like, uh-huh. a gold. You want a gold or a silver? A silver. A silver. Okay. I, I was gonna say hey to everybody on the court because I think this character is gonna be more social. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um. So um. He carries the silver off. It's like. It's like if you were. Uh. It's like the size of an umbrella to him. Like a piece of silver. <laughs> So he's and he's like, just, just carrying it, like, and flies off with it. Cool. All right. Uh, he disappears into the crowd. Well, what would you like to say? Or what do or whatever? I don't know. Just say hi to everybody. 
that you're passing? You're saying uh, um, to passerbyers or to your group? Uh, to passerbyers. All right. And people are just looking at you and like, hey, hi. <laughs> uh, do you want some of our wares and stuff? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. I'm just trying to be nice. Okay. Well, <laughs> have a good day. Okay. All right. So with that, you all, um, so y'all make it to the dock. You see crew people are going up and down the, uh, gangway that leads up to the ship. It's a ramp, uh, up to the ship. And, um, Shay says, do you all have all the stuff? She turns to the three of you all. Do you all have all the stuff? And supplies you all would need for the next little bit. Um, we're going to like... We won't be at a big port like Marb for a while. We'll be at some ports. Like, it's not going to be completely... But, like, do you all need anything? We... We have blood. Don't worry. <laughs> and uh, you have food. Yes, of course. Right. I... Let me, let me check through my bag a little bit first. And you, um, so she, you, so Gamora starts rummaging through her backpack just to double check. Lynn just nods at, uh, Shay. Uh, what about you? Uh, I guess I'm trying to look for Rickolith. Okay, um. And then say his name a few times. Uh, so, it about, it's, you just sent him, though. Like, you Yeah, but are, he doesn't know where I am now. I'm on the ship. He knows where the ship is. You all are not on the ship yet. You all are here. Let me show you. I'll use... You know, like right here. Oh, cool. Oh, I see. I have blood on the backpack. And as long as you're on the ship or um, with Shay, unless she says otherwise, your ration amount will not go down. Okay. If y'all are like out in the wilderness for a really extended amount of day, you pretty much have a, how many rations? Four? Am I still carrying around this vial of uh, crab vomit? Yeah. <laughs> Are you just gonna pour that over the ship? Like over the No, I mean it's poison. I'm keeping it for something. I just forgot I had it still. Um Shay asked did what? you need anything before we go? Um uh, Rickless uh, she doesn't say this, I say this. Rickless knows which ship y'all are going to. Like he Wait, wait. I want I hand blend my sword and like pre- press the button at the bottom. Uh, Lynn goes, um, okay. And she, uh, does it and, um, it ignites mm-hmm. for I her because sh- she's a lightning Aluma, like, it doesn't even take any, um, magic <laughs> from her. Oh, it I just kind of see how cool it was. It looks, it looks pretty, it looks pretty cool. It looks, uh, and you also can see, like, how cool you look with it, too. <laughs> <laughs> what did Lynn do? Uh, she's just like, oh, well, that's a nice sword. And then she hits the button again and sheets it and hands it back to you. Okay. <laughs> that's a good idea. I believe I am good to go. All right. And you're good to go? I was yeah. mostly checking my uh, healing potions real quick. Uh, about this time, you see Rickless uh, flying up. And he's um, being accompanied by um, just like a, a regular person, and they're carrying a little box. And um, 
Hercules goes, uh, uh, sir, uh, sir Jeffrey, here's the chocolate you uh, wanted me to go purchase for you. Um, and the silver covered this pretty nice, uh, really expensive chocolate and the delivery. So. Thank you. You're welcome. And he joined you back on your shoulder and, mm-hmm. um, the person hands you a box and heads back off. Um, any, all right. Uh, so you all proceed up the gangway to the main deck of the ship from the starboard side of the ship and you take a left and then proceed aft to head up some stairs to the quarter deck where the ship's will is located. Yeah. Do you want that me to translate that? Uh-huh. Translate so that into human words. You proceed up the ramp to the <laughs> ship uh, onto the main deck, the middle of the ship. Oh. From the right side of the ship. Uh-huh. You then take an immediate left and proceed t- towards the back of the ship, head up some stairs to this quarter deck that is a raised deck where the steering wheel to the ship is located. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Although she flew, she's up here. You're just going to let her go up to the um, mm-hmm. the crow's nest? Yep. <laughs> Wait. Could Kira eat Rickles? Easily. But she knows Rickles is a person. Uh-huh. She's Kira's a pr- very smart. Uh-huh. Cool. Pretty well behaved. I just, I just want to know that. You all are now up on the quarter deck, which is like that raised back portion of a ship where the steering wheel is located. And you see on the railing right in front of the wheel a fairy that is six inches tall, about 15 centimeters, and has light bronze skin with brown hair. And she is wearing a fancy trench coat. And she kneels before Shay on the railing and then stands. Welcome to the DDS intervention, your majesty. I'm Com- Commodore Elizabeth Kolev. I will be captaining the ship of your- for your journeys. Uh, we will strive to provide you and your guests with smooth seas. And you are welcome to use my captain's cabin anytime you have any meetings. This is what you wanted. You asked for this voice. <laughs> smooth seas got me for some Smooth seas? Yeah. <laughs> um, and Shay goes, uh, thank you. Um, we will be using your uh, captain's quarters uh, almost immediately to have a quick meeting, and uh, then it will be yours again. Uh, do you all have anything you all want to say to Hi. I'm Gamori. Uh, hello. Uh, I'm I'm Jeffrey. Um, hello. And that was my uh, my ice bird that just flew up there. That's Kira. Um, Charmed. I whisper something to to um. Rickles. Rickles. Yeah. What do you whisper? Uh, I, I'm just gonna say you should go flip, flirt with her, Rickles. Uh, sir, I, this is a Commodore of Her Majesty's Navy. Uh, I, no. I could never. No. Maybe just say, introduce Uh, yourself. Uh, no. No, sir. Okay. (laughs) Sir, have some decorum. 
I, I, I'm Rickolus. And he, he like bows a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she goes, Charmed! All right, uh, the cabin's quarters is right below where we are. So after you all are finished meeting with the Commodore, you all see four individuals flying around the ship. And three of them land in formation on the main deck. So then those three land in formation and then one lands in front of them as you all proceed down to the main deck. Uh, I clap, I guess. Um, they, like, courtesy, uh, like, bow their head at you a little bit and thank you. Um, so you, the person in the lead is a human-looking person, except they have huge feathery wings behind them. And they kneel, and so does the three people behind them kneel to Shay. And their, their species are called Lindamas. And she's five foot nine, and she has dark copper brown skin. And you also notice that all the people that are working on the ship, these people included, and the Commodore, all are wearing um, black uniforms that are double-breasted and have overlapping front flaps and have buttons on them, two symmetrical columns of buttons. And the trim on them have different colors to indicate their ranking... They're, um, what, uh, branches of the military of Desmodon they are in. So, um, she kneels and says, uh, Your Majesty, Air Lieutenant Commander Aline Harada of the 72nd Wing of the Desmodon Air Force reporting. Uh, it will be an honor to protect you and this ship. Yeah, um, Shay thanks them for their service, um, they then take back off and are continuing patrolling above the ship. Shay, are you? Are we expecting some? Uh, a lot of company. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's Fights? adjourn to the uh, okay captain's cabin and have a discussion. Just you know, we keep meeting all these extra people, and I'm feeling a little. Uh, also, I just want to say that I I think I like forget how big of a deal Shay is because we just like hang out with her all the time. <laughs> yeah, she is um this Desmodon is a world powerhouse. Yeah. And she is the third from the top. You've got the two queens and then her. Mm-hmm. So you all are all so bloody we buddy. In good with everybody. You all are in good with like a like which also just blows my mind that we could have, like, not went to their house and never met Shay. And she's been, like, this... Oh, yeah. Then you really could have been working against their interests. No. Yeah. So, uh-huh. adjourn to this captain's quarters. And what you see is just a run-of-the-mill captain's quarters You've got, that's got a bed over in the corner. It's got... It's wood, obviously. It's a ship. It's got a desk in there. And, um, Shay, uh, goes over to the captain's seat and just sits down and, like, props her feet up on the desk. And Lynn stays at the door y'all just came in and, like, guards it. And then you all, there's some seats in front of the, um, desk, if y'all would want to go to there. Um, Kira followed you all in. Oh, okay. So, just out of sheer curiosity on her (laughs) part. So, um, all right, you all had a couple questions. So, 
Are we expecting trouble? Um, I always expect trouble, <laughs> so then I'm not surprised. That's, yeah. Um, uh, you all are my bodyguards for the travels. Um, and give me a perception check, Jeffrey. Eleven plus zero. All right, you don't <laughs> see this. Uh, she kind of like gives uh, Gamora like a like not a wink, but like a knowing glance. But you don't see that. About what? When does she? When do she that? says bodyguard. This I will say this because out of character, Noah knows this. You take it to mean how you work for the secret. Uh, forces of Desmodon. Like, mm. that Jeffrey's not in on that right and now. We're invest- okay. We're gonna continue investigating stuff. Okay. And just but doing also, so. I take it as, like, she likes me and I'm her friend and I'm not just her bodyguard. That's how I interpreted that, too. I mean, it could also be that, too. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so, the normal, you're all's normal pay. Um, yours is a gold a day for bodyguard duties, Jeffrey. Uh, Gamori's is double that because of her experience and already has been working for me as well. Um, would you like that each day or would you like to wait till it accrues to a platinum and I just hand you a platinum? A platinum, please? Okay. So that would be every 10 days you'll get a platinum. Um, Lynn will take care of you for that. Um... Did you all have any other questions? Well, where we're going. Um, well, we're going up north. We're going to uh, see some individuals, see if we can track down any further stuff where we're all uh, some diplomatic things we have to do as well. Um, we might try to do a little um, sketchy stuff where I retrieve that necklace of mine that was taken about a century and a half ago. And, um, at the end of the year, oh, Jeffrey already has an invitation to this, but I would like for you, Gamore, to represent Desmodon in the Battle of Aird. It is a what? tournament. What? <laughs> it's a tournament. Uh, the Thunderblades have participated in it, in it. It happens every five years. And it's a huge tournament where all the countries and um, some individuals, families and stuff, put forth individuals to have a huge all-out tournament. And the individuals that place high, it helps lessen the amount of that countries fight each other. They We have this tournament and people get out their international angers in this tournament. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. So... The Thunderblades have participated. This would be your first year uh, participating as the Thunderblade representative. Wait, wait, wait. What? Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, Does anyone die? No, there's healers there and stuff. You still feel all the pain. So this happens every every, five years. Every few years. And it helps to... Alleviate wars. Amongst, Keep... like, rival... It sounds like the Triwizard Tournament. Uh, it's <laughs> it's pretty much like the Olympics, except it's I'm just not, one big... I'm kidding. I'm just a little, yeah. It's one big... Uh, I was going to say it was like the Triwizard Tournament. 
So I would like you to represent Desmodon in this. Why don't you want to represent Desmodon? Just asking. Um, rulers of nations and stuff. I, mm, I, I technically could. The queens could not. But I technically could. But I like to the people to still think that my fighting and ability days are behind me. Mm. So that then they underestimate me. You have to be a sandbagger. Uh, is that the term they <laughs> use uh, Do, in your Is it going to be a problem if I don't actually live in Desmodon? Uh, you do live in Desmodon. You have a residence in Desmodon. I, I thought my house was not... I thought it was like an hour from Desmodon. Desmodon is the whole country and that town she lives in. Okay, you've got Desmodon the country. At the southern, southern end of it is Desmodon the city where she lives. And a little bit outside of that is where your house is. So you are within Desmodon. Oh, alright. Yeah, so... Um, as for like citizenship and everything like that like there's people that hire mercenaries to compete for their like smaller um countries and everything like you live there there should be no questions about it and you're the person i'm putting forth if you are okay with that yeah thank you for thinking of me that's actually pretty cool all right uh, so that's near the end of the year in between that and then we're going to obviously do bodyguard duties and whatnot but i might ask you all to also do some side missions for me to where um you would look into matters for myself jeffrey um my bodyguards usually uh do a little more and do some investigating for me and like you sent rickowitz off to get chocolate and stuff like that i'm not going to i don't mean i'm going to send you to get chocolates but if I say, like, hey, can you go investigate this random house over here and stuff, that's still within your bodyguard duties. Oh, cool. So there'll be more than just standing around looking cool, and you'll have chances to use your cool Thunderblade. Mm-hmm. Also, Gamori, um, I have um, some business near... Uh, your birthplace. What? Would you want... It's near it. Would you want to visit your birthplace on our travels as well? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Just, I got so high pitched there. I got a little nervous. Yes. <clears throat> I I didn't want to assume. So, uh, so we're going to head up north, hit a bunch of things. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Um, so we're going to hit a bunch of places... Check in with some friends of mine. Possibly steal a necklace. Check out Gamori's uh, hometown. <laughs> End the year with the battle for a year. I- I'm I'm just going to whisper to Rickolas. These people weird. <laughs> so this... So, so this is... this. Is, he's always in a whisper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and you said you whispered. So you... So this is the... Uh, princess the third most powerful person in the country you reside calling them weird is uh it would seem to be a faux pas let me see if she heard hearing you say that <laughs> she did not oh, that's even nice. with her can, can i like respond to his response 
and whisper, yeah? Just, um, you can talk normal. You can uh, just whisper back. Just because people have high-ranking things doesn't mean that they can't be weird. Like us. Uh, I guess touche, sir? Alright, is there anything else you all would wish to discuss with Shay or anything? I want to stay and talk to Shay after everybody leaves. Alright, um... Well, uh, is everybody okay to head, head off? Um, we don't need anything. You all are good with the arrangement? Yeah. Where are we sleeping? Um, we will sleep, uh, in the quarters up there. Okay. Um... Can I stay and talk to you for a minute, Shay? Sure. Um, Jeffrey, will you go alert the captain that um, that I'm good to go and um, whenever preparations are ready, we can head off? Yeah. Okay. You exit. Rickless heads with you. Lynn still guards the door. Do you want Lynn to exit as well? Lynn can stay. Okay. So you head oh, up to... Lynn, Lynn, you can stay. Um, you head up to tell the captain and stuff. All right, so... Wait, so I just kicked Jeffrey out, basically. Well, he somebody needed to go tell the captain anyway, so it's not. Okay. Um, Shay, I just wanted to check with you. Are we telling Jeffrey like everything that's been going on with the creatures and stuff like that? Because I can fill him in if you want me to. But sure, why don't you fill him in? Um, after we shove off and, um. Our first stop, we're going to visit uh, my friend that's a lich and see what information they might have um, uh, picked up about any of this. So I would like him filled in before we get there. Okay, I'll, t- uh, I'll tell him. Um, do you want to do a uh, history check to see if you know what a lich is? Sure, I... Do you know what it looks like? Here, I'll I'll pull it up. But history minus two. I bumped it up for you so you wouldn't be mad at him. What was I before? Minus five. five. 17. 17 minus two, that's 15. You know that liches are individuals that have, through magical means, brought forth themselves to have immortality and are generally skeleton like individuals that have their essence, their magical essence and stuff like that stored in some kind of like crystal or something like that and are immortals and um, some would view them as evil traditionally, Hmm. but that's not to say they are or not. That's just what the, some history books say. Okay. Um, Sounds like a good start to the trip. <laughs> um, so, is there anything else that you needed to talk to me about? No, that was it. All right. Um, Thanks for uh, having me. Glad we get to keep hanging out with you and working for you. And I mean, um, just you know, glad to be here. <laughs> and she chuckles and said, "Of course, same." Um, and so you all head out, all three of y'all exit the captain's quarters. About that time, the gangway is being brought up, um, and the sails are being let down, um, just barely, and y'all are, it's disembarks, and y'all head out of the port, and 
head into the open seas and head north. Mm-hmm. And so that brings us to the end of this episode. What do their travels hold for our adventurers? How will Gamora Willowspire Galdor <laughs> adapt to being a vampire? Who is this Jeffrey Thunderblade Climenard? <laughs> Find out on the next Aird Tales episodes. Alright, let's take some time here at the end to go over some information. I want to invite everyone to visit patreon.com slash Studios. The link is in the description. There is a link there where anyone can submit a magical item that could be used in-universe uh, of Aird. Uh, you don't have to be a patron to participate, and you can even participate anonymously if you want. While you're there, take a couple minutes to look at the Looney Studios Patreon. Uh, If you become a patron, you can gain access to the podcast early, among other perks. And thank you to all our current patrons. Uh, You help support Looney Studios and Air Tales. Our wonderful character art was made by artist Vampite, and all of his links can be found at... uh, The link is in the description, (laughs) but it's linktree slash Vampite, and... Um, go there and check his work out. The link is in the description. Uh, Looney Studios can be found at looneystudios.com and at the social media platforms listed in the description. Please give a review on your favorite podcasting site, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, and submit magical items on our Patreon. The Looney family hopes that you have a wonderful day. Studios Podcast.